This is the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on 105.5 FM WNSP, online at WNSP.com. If it's happening in golf along the Gulf Coast, we're at the heart of it. Brought to you by State Farm Agents, Tim Simmons and Paul Simmons, Ward International Trucks, Sportsman's Marine, The Grand Hotel, McMurray Contracting, Edwin Watts, Hancock Whitney Bank, E3 Termite and Pest Control, Ford Lumber, Dan Hart LLC, Infirmary Health, Cooper Restaurants, and Terry Thompson Chevrolet. Now with the very latest PGA and local golf news, here's John Ricchetti. WNSP time, 6.02 p.m. Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP and WNSP.com. You're tuned into the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. We're live from Felix's Fish Camp on the Causeway. Always a great time here at Felix's Fish Camp. Got a great crowd here tonight. Packed house. Uh, always a great time here. Don't forget Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Mobile, the Bluegill on the Causeway, all part of the Cooper family of restaurants. 251-694-1055, 251-694-1055. I'm John Ricchetti, along with my good buddy Danny Spivey. Uh, Michael Bronner back in the studios of WNSP. And also Nick Wiggins, our producer on site here at Felix's Fish Camp. And my man, Spibes, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, John. Look like a lot of golf fans. You know, uh, maybe... By the way, you, like, you like my hat? Yeah, it's pretty special Thank right you. there. Thank yeah, you. I know you have mine in the car. We'll get. We'll talk after the show. But Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I got you something. Yeah, I know. You're, you're the best. And, and I'm, glad I you, I'm glad you had a good time. And it's such a special place. And we're going to talk a lot about the Masters Day. But a beautiful, we are? Be, yeah. A beautiful Monday over here. Like I said, a Felix the Fish Camp. But, uh, you know, i got to be honest with you. Usually I have – I watched a lot of golf this weekend. When I say a lot, I mean I didn't do anything, buddy, but watch golf from, from sunup to sundown and just soaked it all in. And, and I thought I'd have a, a Masters hangover. But, honestly, I'm pretty fired up. I'm, I'm ready to see what's going to happen here the rest of, rest of this year. Uh, well, I was, it was truly, obviously, a riveting Masters. I thought it was great. And, uh, you know, the days I spent out there at Augusta National earlier in the week was uh, truly a, a special moment. Anytime you uh, get a chance to walk those, you know, those grounds. Well, you wouldn't want to walk them on Thursday. It doesn't look like Thursday no. or Friday looked. No, Thursday or Friday was okay. Thursday, Friday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Saturday, Sunday was no good. But I was there Monday, yeah. uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. And it was spectacular. And, uh, you know, I uh, got, a, got a chance to watch a lot of groups play and, and so forth. And uh, uh, it was just truly a great spot for folks who've never been there. Definitely a bucket list. You gotta get. You gotta get a chance to get out there. Uh, Bronner, uh, you got a chance. I know. Uh, obviously, you probably didn't play any golf this weekend because you were probably watching the Masters. Yeah, I didn't play. I didn't play a second of golf. Of course not. But I watched uh, like ten hours of it, twelve hours of it. Well, you got to. You're a legend. I mean, you got to keep up with all that stuff. By the way, I don't want to, you know, rub it in at all. But you know, I picked John Rom. Danny, who did I who did I pick last? I week? was gonna say, I have I've got your back, or back Bronner. You, uh, he picked he picked John Ramos as well on the show last week. I believe I picked Xander, who was looking pretty darn good. He was. And uh, Josie, I think, picked Patrick Cantlay. I'll tell you, who, who, I, I said Cantlay was gonna do well. I just didn't think he was gonna play slow as molasses and hold up the hold up the final grouping on Sunday. Wow, that was a that's a. I mean, let's get into that right now. Let's what the it. heck? Let's fire it up while we're there. I mean. 
It was like every single shot. Brooks Kepka and John Rahm must have been watching every single shot. It was like every time I was there. It was it was incredible. The meme the meme on sixteen T box when they're up sixteen and Cantley had, you know, I think hundred and six feet. He like kinda hosled it, you know, over there front right with that back left or front left pin position, back left, however you want to look at it. And he must have walked that putt, they said, for about ten minutes. And uh Brooksy actually ended up uh, probably one of the funnier things I ever heard him say about about how slow it was out there is Rom Went to bathroom three times. Seven. Seven times. Yeah. Seven times. Yeah, he went out there. During seven, the round. During the round, yeah. And had about four sandwiches, it looked like. Yeah, it is. it was incredible. It was slow. Uh, five hours and ten minutes in a twosome. A twosome. Oh, that's brutal. In a, you know, that's a four hours to four hours and ten minutes on the PGA Tour in twosome. So it was, uh, you know, I, I, I think between... Knowing the kind of guy Brooks is, I think that got under his skin a little bit. I think it did too. Just a little bit. Yeah. I, I, you know, he didn't come out and say it, but I just know he he is two five one six nine four one zero five five two five one six nine four one zero five five. And Victor Hovland, uh, he's another guy that uh, he. I mean, I think it was he was getting really uptight too. Yeah. About the slow play. Yep. Because I think he played his third shot on the 13th hole yesterday. He was chipping, I guess, or in the bunker on the third hole. And what's his name? Wasn't even at the green yet. Patrick Cantley. You know. Yeah, it was. It, it, it was. That was kind of the only negative. But you know, all in all, and we're going to talk about all the storylines. But you know, we'll go ahead and get the two big names out. You know, well, you, Eldrick uh, Tiger Woods. If we watch, if you watch as much golf, Bronner, I'm sure you did too. And ESPN oh, yeah. Plus, I believe, was carrying it. And it's all they would show. It, 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 it was nonstop. I got to complain and, about that too. So yeah, I mean, he makes the cut. He makes the cut. But let me tell you, that that Saturday videos when it was pouring down rain, I, I just don't know anymore. I, I don't know. It's got to be perfect conditions for him. And uh, he just—he's got a swing. His swing's there. Oh, and he's still got—he's still got the power. Yes, he's, he's still just, got—you know—good touch. But it, the cat just can't walk, man. He no, can't walk. No, it's he, just that simple. No, I think you're going to wait for the Champions Tour. And from what I understand, uh, he's going to play the Champions Tour. So I don't know. And then you look at—you know—while we're on the topic of Tiger Woods, you know, uh, obviously withdrawing uh, prior to the end of the third round, start of the fourth round. Uh, did not look good uh, Saturday afternoon at Augusta. He was shooting a million on the back nine. Yeah. And uh, But it did not look good. Uh, now we go to the next major, which is, I believe, Oak Hill at Rochester in May in New York. Probably the weather's not going to be 85, 90 degrees. It's going to be cold, and it could get other bad weather there, too. So uh, I, I don't know. You're, you're right, Danny. I just don't think it bodes well for Tiger Woods uh, moving forward. But... Who's to say? What, uh, yeah. Bronner, what do you, I, mean, what, I mean, I know you love Tiger. What's your thoughts? Yeah, it's it's tough to watch at this point. And like Danny said, I mean, there were some shots. The one where he hooked it around the tree. I, I mean, the swing is still there. He's still, the, he's, he's still the man. But yeah, yeah. He, he just he just can't walk anymore. He he'll never uh, he'll never win another major. It, it's sad to say. And I'd love I've been saying like I've never hoped to be wrong more with a sports take than I have in saying that Tiger will never win another major, but I just, 
I just don't see how it's possible. I, I don't see how the guy ever wins another tournament. I mean, he, he physically can't, if the conditions aren't completely perfect, which yep. they rarely are, the guy can't walk. And, and it's sad. It's it's hard to watch. I mean, seeing him on side, it would have been better for him to get cut. And that stinks to say, but that's just reality. Well, yeah. I can tell you who can walk, and that's uh, a guy that we've only used his name in, a, in almost a negative connotation for the last year and a half. And that's Phil Mickelson, oh. Captain Coffee. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, let me tell you something. Uh, that leaderboard down the stretch, John, I know you and I were texting each other back and forth a bunch. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you see, it was almost a perfect snare. I thought golf won this weekend because with all the dynamics that, you know, with the Live Tour and the PGA Tour and what they've done, some of the comments Jordan Spieth made after the round, which, which we'll talk about a little bit later, uh, dealing with schedules. And, uh, you know, the fact is, these guys on the Live Tour, regardless, I don't think the Live Tour won. I don't think their their product got better. But what we did see is the golf fan now realizes, and these guys, these power companies need to figure this out, we want to see the best players in the world. And some of them are on a different tour than the PGA Tour. It's just that simple. You know, and and so hopefully, you know, moving forward, all the chess pieces have been moved with the world golf rankings all towards the PGA Tour favor right now, the DP Tour and all this other stuff. There's got to be an avenue down the line which they have to figure out that regardless of where you play in the world on whatever tour that, you know, we may need to revisit, you know, the stipulations of, of how we rank players because half this field from the Live Tour will not be in the Masters next year. Brooks Kepka's uh, exemptions run out the end of next year, okay? Now, I'm just using Brooks as, for instance, but what about Cam Smith? He's got three more years. You know, so we start looking at You had 17 Live Tour players playing in the Masters, and 11 of them made the cut, okay? So, you know, uh, golf won, and the Masters, I think, made the right decision as the first major of the year to allow the exemptions to stand. And, uh, and we got to see some really good, compelling golf by a, a host of different players. And who would have thought that we'd be talking about Phil Mickelson, Brooks Kepka, and Patrick Reed over Justin Thomas and Roy McIlroy? Well, well, we'll see how this all uh, obviously, uh, you know, pans out. And uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see at the next major at Oak Hill, the PGA Championship in May. Uh, but you know, back to, uh, to you know, just to fill back to uh, Phil Mickelson real quick. Um, How about I think that the guy. Round? I think the guy. The round he played yesterday was brilliant. Disappointed. CBS did not interview him after his round. Yep. Had to wait to the press conference. Press. Uh, I guess he went to the press center. Press center to, you know, blah 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 to you know do his press conference, but. Kind of disappointing. Three-time Masters champion, 65 in the final round. Uh, had to sit around. You never know what could happen on the back nine. I thought it was. I was a little disappointed that we did. CBS did not interview Phil after his round. After 65, become the oldest player, uh, the highest finish ever by the. I guess the oldest player ever. Ever, yeah. And uh, uh, to to shoot shoot that score. But you're exactly right. You and I were texting back and forth. There was ample time, and, uh, you know, it's not like they avoided showing Phil. 
you know, they should fill, you know, throughout the day. And I was listening to the uh, PGA Tour radio. I was running some errands, and they were screaming on it, you know, and uh, very captivating, though, Johnny. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about John Rom, the 2023 Masters champion, second major. I believe he's the best player in the game of golf today. We're going to get Danny's thoughts, Bronner's thoughts, my thoughts when we come back. Talk some John Rom, your Masters champion here on WNSP 105.5 WNSP live from Felix and Fish Camp here on the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. I'd like to thank Miller Lite and Golf Distributing Company, Terry Thompson Chevrolet, McMurray Contracting LLC, Hancock Whitney Bank, the Grand Hotel Golf Resort and Spa, Ford Lumber, and Infirmary Health Systems for help sponsoring today's show. We're live from Felix's Fish Camp on the Sports Station, 105.5 WNSB. This is the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on the Sports Station, WNSP. Once again, here's John Ricchetti. WNSP time, 6.18 p.m. Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP and WNSP.com. You're tuned in to the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. We're live from Felix's Fish Camp on the Causeway here. Always a great time here at Felix's Fish Camp. Don't forget Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Mobile, the Bluegill on the Causeway, all part of the Cooper family of restaurants. We got a packed house here tonight at Felix's Fish Camp. Always a great time here. Great atmosphere, great food. It's uh, service is spectacular, so it's just always a treat to be here at Felix's Fish Camp. The menu is spectacular, so if you have not eaten at Felix's Fish Camp, give it a shot. Now, trust me, you will not be uh, disappointed. 251-694-1055, 251-694-1055. I'm John Richey along with Danny Spivey, Michael Bronner back at the studios of WNSP. Nick Wiggins, our producer on site here with us as we talk Masters, and obviously we talk about... Uh, John Rahm, who picks up his second major championship uh, this weekend at Augusta. And here's a guy, Danny, that is built to win major championships. So I think he's going to win another one this year. Yep. I think he's going to get to three this year. I really do. He's game. If you you tune in and you focus, uh, I got a chance to watch. He was playing with Sergio Garcia and a lot of ball on Tuesday, and uh, he is the real deal, man. The guy is really good. He's going to win more. So, you know, I, I think that he's, like I said, he's bound to win another major this year, I think. Um, you know, I got, uh, you know, if you look at it, if you took it, five and a half majors. Okay. Five and a half. Is that your over-under? John Rom. What do you think? I mean, do you, oh, you I think I think it's over. I think he gets. He's this, over five and a yeah, half. Yeah, I think he's over five and a half. And I'm gonna say why Smash because golf. Yeah, golf. Golf has a way. You look at this guy's pedigree. You know, we. You know, we know he's. He's from Spain and everything. He has, you know, the mentorship. You know, uh, of of Sergio Sergio, who was mentored by. You know, Alothabal, who was mentored by the great Seve, and so there's a long lineage of champions now, especially at Augusta. 
you know, uh, from the Span- uh, Spaniards. And, you know, you look at the John Rom. you know, he was everything. He was everything in college, Arizona State. He was McCormick, you know, world uh, amateur McCormick medal winner. He was the NCAA player of the year. He was did, Nicholas Award winner. He was been, no, the guy's a baller. He's, he's, he's everything in a bag of chips. Did you, right? but not to get, interrupt there, Danny, but did yeah. you know the bet that, uh, that uh, that Phil Mickelson made with uh, Colt Nost, you heard that story. What, didn't you? what was that? Well, when he talked about Rom, no, yeah. when he told him when. Okay, yeah. Did you know about this, Bronner? Uh, are you talking about the Zach Ertz thing or something else? No, you're talking about when Phil played. Phil Mickelson, you know, his son was the golf coach. Brother, at, brother, sorry, son. Yeah. His brother was a golf coach at Arizona State. Okay, no, Tim? I didn't know that. Okay. Well, he's on the bag now for Phil. For Phil. Yeah. For, but anyway, he was the coach. John Rom played for Tim Mickelson. Well, he was a freshman. So Tim Mickelson, you know, uh, uh, Phil Mickelson hangs out in Scottsdale. He plays at Whisper Rock. Well, Tim brought John Rom out to play with Phil at Whisper Rock one Saturday. Okay? Well, you fast forward four hours later in the round, he shot 62 10 under. Uh, John Rom, and Phil Mickelson was so impressed that he ran into Colt Nost. I guess uh, you know if everybody knows Colt Nost, you yeah. have him on the radio. Yeah, he's won. He played Crazy. the tour before. He's yeah. and he's uh, won the U.S. Amateur before. Yep. Well, anyway, he made a bet. Apparently, the rumor is ten grand. He bet him ten grand that as soon as John Rom turns pro, within one year, for whenever he announces he's turning pro. Within one year, that John Robb would be in the top ten in the world golf rankings. And Colt Nose told Phil, Phil, you are nuts. You're crazy. No chance. He said, you know how hard that is to get to number in the top ten in the world golf rankings? you got to finish high. Yep. nowhere to play, blah, 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 the whole nine yards. Phil says, fire at it. Bet whatever you want. They settled on $10,000. And guess what? He did it in nine months. Bronner, nine months, John Rom got there, so he owed him ten grand. Anyway, a little bit of a trivia, a little, a little trivia there, Bronner. But you look at you look at everything John Rom brings to the table, and we talk about great players and, and great major winners. And this is why I say he's gonna he's gonna win more than than five and a half. And you, you have to have longevity in your career. I know we see a beat up Tiger, but what Tiger did in a ten to twelve year span is obviously unprecedented. So we don't really expect anybody to go on that kind of run. So we let's say we put fifteen years into this thing. He's already at two. He's twenty you know what, twenty eight years old. Uh, and you look at the way he swings at the golf. He's a thick guy. It's a short backswing, lots of hands, all that good stuff. And he has a shot, John, that every great player has. And it's a left to right go to driver. Wow. And, yep. and if you can play that and you know that ball's not going left, then you can play these major type golf courses. But you got to have it. You got it. All of them have it. Every one of them. Can I ask now, you guys a question? And, yeah. And this is this is going to be controversial, but I, I feel like I have to say it just based on ahead. how many good how many good young players there are in the game of golf these days. Prime Tiger, obviously, like that ten year run is probably is the most dominant run in the history of athletics in, in any sport. Uh, sure. Do you think he would have been at least one winning as much if it was happening, say now? Because I, I just don't see how it's possible. 
You know, it's a good question because, you know, you look at the redefining the game is what he Okay, did. time out. I, I'm lost. I, I'm trying to. What, if, if Tiger what, was to start a 10-year run, say, two years ago. Yes. And, and, and say instead of 97 to 2008, let's say 11 years, it was 2021 to 2032. Yes. Would he do the same thing now? As is that what you're saying, Bronner? So what, are you saying so? Essentially, what you're saying, Bronner, is the fields, the talent level is deeper today than it was when Tiger was in 2000. I think golf is in a, a golden era right now. I, I, of course, he would still be phenomenal. I just don't think it would be possible for him to win as much as he did. Hmm. Well, the, you know, I mean, it's so. It's, what you're saying is today, modern era. Modern era. Okay, whatever you're saying. So we got the over-under at uh, John Rahm, five and a half. You say he smashes it. I, I think John Rahm's going to win ten majors. You say ten? Ten. I like eight. I like eight majors. Just because his wow. dr- his dream, mm. I think he'll win at least one more Masters, if not two more, with the longevity he has. All right. He obviously has the game for that, for that style course. He proved that in every type of condition this weekend. He won a U.S. Open. He was not expecting to pick one of those up. He even admitted to that early in his career. But the Open Championship is his golden, you know, ticket. That's what he wants to have because only Seve. Well, is the only? Do you realize John Rahm is the only European player? How about think about this for a minute now? He's the only European player ever to win a U.S. Open and a Masters. Think about that. Yep. The only European player ever. To win a U.S. Open and Masters. How about that company right there? It's an unbelievable stat. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, you're, so if he, if he wins 10 majors, I mean, that puts him at fourth all time with the most majors. I'll, t- I'll tell you who's never going to achieve that is uh, Rory McIlroy. Whoa. You know, I mean, I, I, you know what? He could be the most. And I said this earlier, too. I, you know, more and more, I like Rory. Yeah. He's in my top five boys to watch golf. I think he drives the needle, whatever. I watched him play nine holes, by the way, with Gordon Sargent, Nick, uh, Nick, um, and uh, Brooks Kepka, Rory McIlroy in a threesome on Tuesday afternoon at Augusta. FYI, my boy Gordon Sargent struggled, but he hits it a mile. He was 20 yards by those guys. Yeah. He pounds it to sophomore at the University of Vanderbilt, NCAA champion from Birmingham, Alabama, played at Mar- uh, Mountain, Brook. Mountain Brook. I mean, I know him well. I know his family. I know his, his, uh, I know his dad, Seth, and Monica. Real I watched well. him play high school golf. I know. I know uh, him real yeah. well. So, but born that Rory McIlroy, he's got, what, four majors? Is that right? I, I believe, believe that's so. right. Four majors, I believe. He's got four. I don't, come on, I don't want to go on positive, but I think it's four. I, I mean... Can he double that? No. Based on I no, he's not doubling that. No. I don't see him doubling it. I think he maybe wins I mean, one I'd, more. I, 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 I don't think know. he's he's, yeah, the he's he's won two PGAs and uh, a, a US, US Open and an Open Championship. So he's got four, correct? But he hasn't won one uh, won a major since two thousand fourteen where he won the PGA wow. and the Open Championship in the same year in two thousand fourteen. But uh you're I'm, right. I mean, you know you got you know you talk about guys that are the best players in the world without a major right the best players in the world without a major i might starting to believe that rory mcelroy could be the most talented player underachiever in the game one of the most underachievers in the game that's where i'm going with this 
I watched this guy play. I just think he's he, he's he's like he's taken the PJ Tour on his shoulders, and he's the man. He's this and that. You know, at the end of the day, man, he just. I don't know. Nah. I just think I think I, I, I don't I think he wins maybe one more. I've got to take kind of him out he's, on the he's other not side. an alpha, John. He's not an alpha. You know, and and that's the thing. Unbelievable talent. I think he'll be a great golfer for a long time, but uh, I think he was a little intimidated, to be honest with you. Yeah, we'll talk more about that when we come back. How about seventy million dollars in the merchandise pro shop? Seventy million in a week, folks. We'll talk more when we come back. Danny Spivey, Michael Bronner, I'm John Ricchetti. We're live here on the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show, live from Felix's Fish Camp. What to thank Dan Hart, LLC, Engineer Products and Services, State Farm Insurance, Tim and Paul Simmons, Ward, International Trucks, Felix's Bluegill, Ruth Chris Steakhouse, Edward Watts Golf Shops, and Miller Lite and Golf Distributing Company. We'll be right back live from Felix's Fish Camp. This is the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on the Sports Station, WNSP. Once again, here's John Ricchetti. WNSP, six, WNSP time is 6.33 p.m. Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP and WNSP.com. You tune into the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. We're live from Felix's Fish Camp on the Causeway. Got a great crowd, packed house here tonight. And uh, always a great time here at Felix's Fish Camp. Don't forget Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Mobile, the Bluegill on the Causeway, all part of the Cooper family of restaurants. 251-694-1055, 251-694-1055. I'm John Richard along with Danny Spivey, the reigning 2022 Light Scratch Tour Senior Player of the Year. Michael Bronner back in the studios of WNSP. Nick Wiggins, our producer, on site here at Felix's Fish Camp. Uh, talking about Rory McIlroy and uh, just, just, just into Rory McIlroy has withdrawn from the RBC Heritage Classic this week, and he is an RBC, I believe, spokesman. He is withdrawn. It is an elevated event. Um, apparently, this could not sit too well because, from what I gather now, I'm just reading this. Uh, just I just got a text message from a guy from ESPN. But now Rory has withdrawn. Uh, it is a designated event on the PJ Tour. The PJ Tour has given no reason why Rory McIlroy has withdrawn. This is McIlroy's second missed designated event of the year. As I, he did, I remember, he didn't compete in the Century Tournament of Champions in a if, uh, uh, Century Tournament of Champions back in January in Hawaii. And without an excuse approved by PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan, Jay Monahan, Rory McIlroy could lose part of his player impact program money. Uh, the Tour rule states that players can miss one designated event, but not to exceed absence to skip or any other risk losing part of their PIP payment from the previous year. McElroy finished second last year in the PIP in 2022, which was worth $12 million, and that is paid to players' installments throughout the year. Throughout so the that year. being said, Rory McElroy is missed two, and he was very vocal about the uh, 
about the new elevated events, and uh, he could be forced, could be losing some cash. All right, we're going to start with uh, Bronner. Your thoughts on Rory on this now? Well, uh, the the missing the heritage event now just adds to it. It's almost it's almost like he uh, you know wants to play a live schedule, choose when he wants to play, and uh, yada yada yada. But no, I, I and again, you know, I've been a, I've been a pretty pro Rory guy on this show a lot, but I think uh, I think I'm starting to sour on the guy, John. I, he gets, I mean, he, for him to get cut at this Masters this year after everything this year, the, I mean, it, I mean, this year in the PGA, he's, he's been the guy, you know, the ambassador for the game of golf, the most, uh, the most vocal anti-live guy. For him to be watching on Sunday after a plus five, plus six, whatever it was, whatever he got cut with, for him to be watching on Sunday while Phil... Kepka and Patrick Reed finished top five, and Rory's probably sitting there seething on his couch on Sunday. I mean, it's despicable if you're Rory McIlroy. It's pathetic. I mean, how can you consider yourself one of the best players in the world and so anti-Live when the Live guys showed up and, frankly, embarrassed you? I mean, it, it is kind of well, pathetic on Rory's part. Well, let me add some more fire to that. And, by the way, you realize he had the, you know, he had the best of the draw. Rory McIlroy played in the best weather conditions. Oh, yeah. As, as did Brooks Kepka. John Rahm, he played in the worst. The worst. If yeah. John Rahm would have been on flip side, he might have won this by 10. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was playing that good. So Rory had, that's what to add fuel to the fire. Rory had, he had the best, and he still shot five over. I watched him play, as I mentioned, the, the nine holes uh, with Gordon Sargent and Brooks Kepka, and him and Brooks were buddy buddies, Don the fairway, and, you know, apparently they had talked to each other. They had disarranged. Uh, earlier, you know, like a week or two ago that they are going to play together. Apparently, they, they talked down in South Florida a lot, Brooks Kepka, uh, And so, and, and I mentioned this on the show m- months back, that there are indications, rumblings behind the scenes that Brooks might want to get back to the PGA Tour. Uh, so I don't know if you look at the situation, how he's chumming up with Rory and all this, maybe there's some story to it that eventually Brooks... No, oh, I see where you're going with that. Well, that, that yeah, I mean, you see where well, let, 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 let me let me add a little to because I was trying to break to kind of feel absorb how I really felt about how the Masters was. And Bronner, stay with me. You're a little younger. You're younger than Johnny and I. But back in the day, like in the middle '80s, you know, mid '80s, late '80s, early even early '90s. At majors, there was this European contingency yeah. that came into these majors, you know, led by Bernhard Langer and 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 a the ball and, and an older Seve and you know just some great players. And then Faldo comes along, and the and the Norns and the, all these guys, and they had this almost like we felt as American watching the game of golf on the PGA Tour, and you'd see a scattered Canadian come in from time to time, you know. But this European, you know, barrage of great players would come in that relatively not a whole lot of people outside of the game of golf really knew about. And that's what the the interesting dynamic is. We have these live, the live tour players come in and we're talking about three American PGA born and bred players and Phil Mickelson, World Golf Hall of Fame, Brooks Kepka, and Patrick Reed. And it felt like to me they were the European evil contingency <laughs> coming in. And we were embracing an yeah. Irish-born Rory McIlroy, you know, and all this other stuff. But And I'm not really going with all that, but do you see what I'm saying? So I, I they, the, the PGA Tour 
in in response to what the Live Tour has done, built this big, beautiful, cushy bed for about 20 players on the PGA Tour that they know they need from a marketing standpoint to really be viable. Rory McIlroy is one of those. Of course, the king dog, the goat, you know, Tiger's out well, there doing I can his tell thing. You, when I was and, at the – I watched him – by the way, not to interrupt real quick on that, Danny. Yeah, but I watched nine holes – the thing was Wednesday or Tuesday – with Rory Ma- – um, excuse me, with Justin Thomas – and uh, uh, Tiger. Tiger. And uh, who else was in his group? I can't remember. There's somebody else was in his group. But I can tell you what. You talk about a guy that moves the needle still, Tiger Woods. Oh. The people were going crazy. Not, there's no doubt Absolutely about that. crazy. So I'm thinking to myself, can you imagine if that guy could still, I mean, yeah, but if he can still play. I mean, he could go into Jay Monahan's office and say, Jay, Tell you what I want. I want $500 million or else I'm not playing golf anymore. Well, exactly. And, and he'd have to and, pay him. And let, and let me finish what I was saying because it relates to that. We were talking about Roy McIlroy, right? So Tiger is still a, a needle mover. It's going to be that way until he basically tells everybody, that's the last round of golf I've ever played. I agree 100%. Here. Okay. Roy McIlroy does not move that needle, is what I'm saying. But a contingency of animosities with other world great world players coming to majors does get everybody's interest and and it does raise the needle and raises the bar and these guys all know that and i you know i i like to think even just a little contingency bronner you brought it up mcroy sitting at home watching these three guys you know the, the basically the the evil ones coming in here and he's sitting at home when he was an overwhelming second odds yeah. on favor to win this thing you know and uh and and he laid an egg and you know i don't care if he if he is too saturated with having to be in the the name and spokesman for the pga tour hey man you signed up for that and you're getting paid handsomely for that you know but i can tell you one thing Golfers, people who like to watch golf, like to watch great play, yep. and not just you know at some random tournament where you know basically twenty guys are in contention every other week on these elevated events. And this schedule on the elevated events is going to be a pain for some of these players. And Jordan Spieth talked about it in his press conference. Yep, he's played too many weeks in a row because of this new schedule, and they're going to have to look at it for next year. So I think this is all a non-coincidence that some of these guys who signed up for this thing with these elevated events, PIP money, and all these little bonuses that the PGA Tour has to throw at this group of people, I think it's going to cost them in the long run because I'm not saying the Live Tour is a good product at all. No, I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of great golf. Yeah. And, and I don't see that in shorts with music playing. I don't enjoy it. As much, but I still appreciate seeing these guys who are able to play, play in these major tournaments and compete heavily. Listen, I don't know about you guys. I absolutely loved it. I mean, you could just feel from Jim Nance, like he oh. he was he was so upset. Phil Mickelson, by the way, and I'll I'll go ahead and say, he's my all time favorite golfer, one hundred percent. I live stuff aside, I don't care personally. Like I was never offended at the live stuff. Like if you offered me like five times my salary to do half the work, yeah, I would take it too. So I was never I never gave the live guys too much flack at all. But Phil's my all-time favorite. You got Phil coming out shooting a 66 on, on Sunday, and Jim Nance 65. is having a 65 on Sunday, and Jim Nance is having to commentate this. Meanwhile, Kepka Kepka is doing Kepka things. Patrick Reed is making a charge, who's already a villain. I mean, meanwhile, again, the golden boy of the PGA, Rory McIlroy, is sitting at home watching this. It was just, it was perfect, Danny. It was completely perfect. I, I, 
Holy cow, I got Broder fired up. I think it was good golf one for that reason because now they're going to be forced to figure this thing out. Well, I tell you, you know, you back to Phil. not joint tours. I'm just talking about an avenue for these guys to Absolutely. see each other more than four times a year, maybe six. I mean, you got you got you you got you know, you got to understand too that you know Phil Mickelson is it, it, it a self-imposed exile from golf. I mean, skipping the Masters last year, which uh, you know yeah, uh, might have been a good idea. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he just you know this guy has been you know the weight loss and a lot of weight. I, I got it up close, like I said. I watched Phil was playing with Dustin Johnson uh, together. And, by the way, he's gained some weight. He didn't look that sharp. He kind of – I kind of watched DJ. I could – and I could say, you know, I think he's giving up. Like, uh, I don't know about that. I, I think uh, no, he's just – Dustin? Dustin. I don't well, think I he's giving up. Well, I can look any, but I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I mean – I can see he's gained weight. Well, yeah. I, no, I'm not saying that negatively, but you no. look – I think he's kind of gained well, weight. Well, Phil also looks oddly – He's going to win the PGA Championship. He he doesn't look good slender. I'm sorry. He's going to back up, back up. What would you say, Bronner? I just said Phil is going to win the PGA Championship. (laughs) Well, you better sports book that right now, buddy. You'll get some good money on it. I don't know, but I can tell you what. I don't think it. He said he's going on a tear. He's going on a tear, guys. uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. I love your enthusiasm. I like Phil. I always have. No chance he could, he wins the PGA Championship. I think Phil is. That's what they said two years ago, Johnny. I know, but it's, he's got too much skeletons in his head. It's a lot of coffee. Yeah, we're going to talk when we come back with uh, Michael Bronner, Danny Spivey. I'm John Ricchetti. We're live from Felix's Fish Camp here on the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. I'd like to thank Miller Lite and Golf Distributing Company, Terry Thompson Chevrolet, McMurray Contracting LLC, Hancock Whitney Bank, the Grand Hotel golf resort and spa and ford lumber and infirmary health system for help sponsoring today's show we'll be right back live from felix's pitch camp this is the miller light john ricchetti golf show on the sports station wnsp once again here's john ricchetti we're on the final nine here on the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show live from Felix's Fish Camp on the Causeway. Always a great time here at Felix's Fish Camp. We got a packed house here tonight. Don't forget Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Mobile, the Bluegill on the Causeway, all part of the Cooper family of restaurants. 251 694 1055. 251 694 1055. I'm your host, John Ricchetti, along with my good buddy, reigning 2022 Light Scratch Tour. Player of the Senior Player of the Year, Danny Spivey, and our buddy Michael Bronner, back in the studios of WNSP, who is going out on a limb and claiming Phil Mickelson will win the PGA Championship at Oak Hill. Might, That's might, the best. Might, might have been a little bit big of a statement, but yeah, I do we think it's going to be carried up in the moment. Yeah, so okay. we, you and I both. I'm, I was with you though. You I know, yeah, I'm going to throw five bucks on him at crazy odds, but I mean, the guy. I mean, he said he's going to go on a tear. Just shot 65 at Augusta. I, I mean, why can't he win the PGA? I know Corey Connors has performed well at Hilton Head the last two years, John. But uh, uh, Yeah, well, it's, that's it. I mean, Phil Mickelson picked up $1.5 million. John Rahm, $3.2 million for his victory. So, Phil, you know, uh, he needs the money, man. The guy's slim. He's in sh- Tip-top shape with the shades. Do you think, Tiger, do you think Tiger kind of looks at Phil performing at, 
52 or whatever he is and, and thinks like 53 yeah. 53 and says like damn like that's no I, he, he no he's he's before all all kidding aside it's an incredible feat to waste for back to tiger woods listen joe lacava okay i had a bird's eye seat watching tiger woods on tuesday i will tell yeah. you this and joe lacava his caddy even mentioned it to the golf channel later that evening if Tiger Woods could use a golf cart, oh, yeah. he yeah. would contend. Oh, yeah. I and, believe that. 100%. And I believe that 100%. That. Sure. If Tiger Woods could use a cart, he would contend every time he tees it up in professional golf. If the accident so hadn't happened, up. do you think, do you think he'd No, he wouldn't do it. I mean, well, I mean, if he hadn't gotten in the accident, what is it, two oh, yeah. years yeah, ago yeah. now, do you think, uh, you think he'd, he'd still be contending in, in every major he played in? Or yes. not everyone, but you know what I mean. No, but he'd be content. He just can't walk. I mean, it's evident. Yeah. I mean, he's like, you know, it is what it is. I mean, he's trying. He just can't do it. And explain, people, Johnny, how hard Augusta is to walk. It is pretty. It's up and down. It's, it's very, down. it's very extremely hilly. I mean, you stand on number ten T and look down, uh, all the way down to the tenth hole. And and then let me tell you another thing. You know, you talk about how far these guys are hitting it. I mean, they're killing it. They're bombing it. Uh, they're hitting it so far. You're playing golf courses like, I mean, number 10 is a bear. It's downhill. Number 11 is ridiculous at 520. I mean, these guys are hitting, you know, whatever. But uh, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, Tiger Woods, it's a shame. And I just hope that we get a chance to see him more. But I honestly believe, I think, that time might be running out on Tiger. Well, and it, and it makes a difference, you know, uh, Robert bringing up Phil being his favorite golfer. And it was interesting. I thought it was a, a pretty neat take uh, by the commentators talking about the the longevity of Phil Mickelson and why is his golf swing, you know, been so, you know, if you look when Tiger Woods, is, you know, he's built up. He looks spectacular. He does. He, Who? He, Tiger. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, bulked yeah. up. He yeah. looks like, you know, he's a specimen. But he put that body through so much torment and so much torture of getting it like that to strengthen that back out after injuries and after injuries and after injuries. And then you look at some very mobile Phil Mickelson, who's obviously taking care of himself, and he's oh, yeah. his flexible golf he's lost it's, 50 pounds. It's always been like that, you know. And, and, you know, you look at the Davis Loves and the Freddie Couples and stuff like that. But I don't want to scare anybody away from becoming huge Phil Mickelson fans and thinking, Broder, like you think, that he's going to contend the rest of the year. If, I think Phil will play the way Phil's capable of playing at certain events yes. that he can get to. And Augusta National is a, a different animal. You saw 63-year-old Freddie Couples make the cut yeah. and, and a world number two and, and Roy McIlroy missed the cut. Yeah, no, I agree. okay. So there's a lot of things going on at the Masters. It gives people who, yes, you know, and you look at the Live Tour players who played good. Uh, you know, they've all won. You all know. Right. Speaking of uh, the Masters and the merchandise tent, uh, the pro shop they have there, which is incredible, they do seventy million dollars a week. Okay. A week in sales on merchandise, seventy million dollars. It's incredible, and they could probably do, do a, another fifty million in concessions. No, they, they do if they raise the prices. I oh think they my. only did oh, six yeah. to eight million. Yeah, in, eight I think million. eight million dollars. Well, it's probably when you charge a dollar fifty for a sandwich, Bronner, and a dollar hmm. fifty for a soft drink, and a dollar for a bag of chips. I mean, literally, like, it's it's incredible the pricing at. Uh, 
at a uh, at I did Masters. I did. I love. I had a little Masters menu challenge uh, with some of my buddies and even my son Jackson and. And, uh, you know, for 10 bucks, what would you get? And I said, okay, with $10, I was able to budget a sausage biscuit and a coffee for the morning, egg salad sandwich, chips, and a bottled water for, for a drink, and then a pimento cheese and an ice cream cone for the way home. That's 10 bucks. It's ridiculous. How about that? But anyway, it's, uh, it's something true. But, you know, you get back to, you know, getting back to the Masters and how some guys played there. I thought that, uh, you know, uh, Victor Hovland, he's a kid that's, I think he, if you get the next person to win a major championship in the world of golf, is Victor Hovland is who I'm going with. He's always in my pool. Uh, he's in that contenders, you know, bracket, along with a bunch of other ones. But he's always – I always pick him. He always plays well, and I think he's there. And I think you, you were right earlier in the show, Johnny. I think he got frustrated with the slow play out there. You know, it, it, it just – it got too deliberate. Well, John Rahm, stud. He's stud, the best player in the world. No doubt about it. He's the number one ranked player. He wins his, the green jacket, his second major in his career. Great show as always. We'll be at Terry Thompson Chevrolet next Monday night. Uh, it's golf season. Everybody's out there playing some golf. And uh, good luck to all our high school players in Mobile, Baldwin County, both boys and girls, as we keep up with them as the road to the state championships. For high school golf is just around the corner. For my good buddy Danny Spivey, Michael Bronner, back in the studios, WNSB, Nick Wiggins, I'm John Ricchetti. Have a great week. Be safe. And I'll talk to everybody next Monday night for the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show.